Hi, I'm Sandy Gardner, and you're listening to Late Night Vacuum. Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum. And we are back with yet another episode of Late Night Vacuum. I am Grockies, one of the two hosts on this wonderful cast here, followed up closely after by Dublar Thackeray. Dublar, how are you, sir? I'm very well. How are you, dear boy? Oh. My God, you exploded into this cast. It was yes. beautiful, like a butterfly. I, I, I... I burst out of my own hands. Um, how how are, and how are our uh, current watchers and how is everybody in podcast land? You are all magnificent bastards, and I hope you're well. Um, Remember, always burst out of your hands. Always burst out of your hands because if you ain't burst out of your hands, then what are your hands good for? Um, so, yeah, so uh, we've got uh, quite a few things to talk about this week. It's been a very... Oh, oh yes, yeah. It's been a very fun, fun week. But I, I think we should um, sink first, shall we? I do think we should. On the count of three. One, two, three. DuckTales! Woohoo! So, yeah. Um, my word... It's been it's been a week. Um, uh, we didn't do a show last week. Uh, what happened? Nope. Do you remember? Last week it was my stomach oh, with the yeah. new medication for my vertigo. I forgot about that. Um, I'm actually a bit, shall we say, touch and go. As I was informing Grackies in our off-air conversation, um, I've I've just come into, shall we say, a spot of turbulence. Um, and so, yeah, great, fun times. I think I know what my weekend's going to be like. Um, but, uh, so, Grackies, let's start off as we always do. Um, what have you been playing? Oh, my God, what have I been playing? Uh, Star Citizen. I've been playing Star Citizen, most definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been playing Overwatch Competitive. Oh, wow. Yep, I've climbed back up to 2200 rank. My initial rank was 2335, and I've climbed it back to 2200 finally. I play May. A lot of May. May is Bay. Now, just as a bit of background, is the numbers, are the numbers you're saying good? They're decent. Okay. They're, they're, they're definitely above average, and they're climbing into they're climbing into good it should be above 2600 to be good okay and who's may and then higher than that is really good may would be this uh she's a defensive character she can throw down an ice wall which can block off streets uh she can also throw herself into an ice block for four seconds which heals her up a bit and makes her invincible at the same time so if people try to use their ultimate abilities mm. on you or you're trying to hold the point you can just hold yourself there for four seconds throw up an ice wall and hop around while being a giant pain in the ass oh nice uh her main gun is a spray which slowly freezes people and eventually if you hold it on them long enough they freeze up for if, a second if i google locking them down if i google may spray will will i be okay you should be okay with May Spray. Okay, May Spray is okay. I'll do that after the show. M-E-I. Not M-A-Y. Mm. M-E-I. Okay. Um, so you, so you've been playing that. that and 
uh, H1Z1 King of the Guild. Uh, how's that going? Because I know you're going to go in for a competition tournament thing. Uh, yes, I have to qualify at the qualifier rounds. They're holding five qualifier tournaments to give five different slots at TwitchCon. They just put in the new map. Mm. I have played two games. I have won two games. And I have, was it 17 or 18 kills? Normally, before, I didn't hunt people. Now, because they have an actual, like, they one, they have a practice map, so you can go in there. So I went in and tested all the guns and the ranges and the bullet drop. Mm -hmm. So I really honed in on how the rifles work. So now when people are there, like, uh, one of the areas on the map now is a little ranch house. Well, it's not even a ranch house. It's actually a pretty nice house. Um, up on an island in the middle of, like, a lake. And then across from it are, like, sort of muddy spots, like the lake has gone down in uh, levels. So you got patches of water and bits of the lake. And then across the other side is, like, camping buildings. Mm. They're log cabin type of buildings. Mm. And I saw two people way across the way get into a gunfight, watched them fight each other, watched the other person start looting the thing. And mind you, the guy was a almost a dot on my damn screen. I could see him, like a very tiny stick figure level of detail uh -huh. took my gun aimed it aimed it a little bit up and two shot real quick and i hear splat bink and i see headshot kill nice. right at the top just two tapped him at long range so and i went huh when's the i can do that now nice when's the when's the qualifying dates uh that would be the first because the 30th is the first day of twitchcon the October 1st is second day, and that's when they hold the qualifiers. And then October 2nd is the Invitational Tournament. I shall cross every part of my body for luck for you for the for that, man. So I have to win my qualifier match, and if I win that, I get into the Invitational. And then the Invitational, it's top 10 that take prizes. Um, it's like 1% for 10th place, 1.5% for... Uh, ninth and and so on up the list. Are they going to standardize controllers? Um, so it's all going to be mouse and keyboard. Yeah, the, yeah, they're that's what they did there last time. And uh, you don't want to use a, a control for this. No. You want to use mouse no, and keyboard. Absolutely. But they had stations that were set up. They were all standardized stations, standardized network last year, and that puts everyone on an even playing field. Um. But the prizes, the the main prize pool itself is over two hundred thousand. So, top place is like twenty five grand for each round of the tournament, type of thing. I shall, uh, I shall hire a few orphan children and cross their body parts as well for you. <laughs> it won't cost you much either; just a, a couple pence a piece. <laughs> And I'm not even going to pay with money. I can pay with other things. Um, so, uh, what else have you been playing, sir? Those were pretty much it that I can remember. I hmm. uh, didn't do Dungeons and Dragons this week, but I'm going to be this weekend. Looking forward to that. What's What's the event? It's called Help or Hinder. So, Bad Rules. Uh, I've set up an event that I call Help or Hinder, and in that... Uh, essentially, in Dungeons & Dragons, what happens is you have the astral plane on the outer 
ring, the way the planes work, mm -hmm. and all of these little pocket planes for the gods, like within the astral plane sort of area. Then inside that is the elemental planes, and then inside that is the prime material plane. Mm. That's where all the players are. That's the world. I have another layer outside of the astral plane. I call it the ether of creation. That's essentially where I exist as the DM. That's that's where everything's created from. That's, you know, beyond even the gods themselves. And the ether of creation starts to bleed through into their world, which allows for donations tagged for help or hinder. And as people donate more, things will happen to help or hinder the players throughout the game. Then at the very end of the episode, whichever has gotten more in donations will create an episode, a one-shot, either help or hinder, depending. And that one-shot, I'll try and bring in outside players. They will have god-tier characters and go on something really nasty for a mission. If they complete it, whatever the whatever chat has decided through their donations will will happen so if they decided hinder a hindrance will be unleashed on the world if they decided help help is going to be unleashed into the world oh, like however if they fail their mission it's the opposite of what they want so they could get a toasted fuck sandwich yeah they could oh nice so it's a chance for the audience to uh affect things that can happen however everything that can happen i already have on a sheet it's in my book mm. So there's percentage chances of things, and basically what it does is it kind of makes those things worse and worse until they can go off. And little things have a pretty high chance, so it makes them sort of, you know, hey, these things happen, but they're little events. And then as it gets worse and worse, big events can start going off, like, you know, a bunch of level fives run across a hydra in the woods. <laughs> Stuff like that can happen. So that's pretty cool. So you've been playing quite a few nice games. Yes. What have you been playing? What what what's the name of the game? Well, I've been playing two games. And the first game is Attack on Titan. Um I'm just uh getting the full name of it cuz it's it's got a it's got a, a a thing after it. It's Attack on Titan Wings of Freedom. Um cuz previously Titan 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 so, <laughs> Just as a bit of a quick background, uh, previously I talked about this game, but I didn't want to say more about it. Uh, and you were asking a couple of questions. I said I want to keep my powder dry. Uh, but you hadn't seen Attack on Titan uh, at that point. But I believe you have now, yes? Yes. Yeah. All episodes. I binged it. So uh, before I kind of go into this, what did you think of the show? I, I The show was lovely. I, I thought it was no great. No spoilers, and nothing like that from chat and various things we want to no, keep. And, yeah. and honestly, the dubbed voice acting, I, I went back and, and watched mm. a couple episodes in the original with the Japanese. The dub was better. See, Very few times I will ever say that for those because normally the voices are nailed down in the original. The dub was better. See, for me, I, uh, because I can conversationally understand quite a chunk of Japanese, I kind of prefer... Uh, the uh, Japanese because um, it just really just kind of clicks on my mindset. But I love uh, English dubs as well. Uh, the only English dub that I truly had to walk away from, I think, was the Pat Lab, the Pat Labor ones because they were uh, just a little bit special. 
Um, <laughs> but the uh, and and there can be some great dubs, some great inventive dubs, some uh, changes of uh, 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 content and various odds and sods. Um, yeah, as uh, more power calls it, uh, uh, Shingeki no Kyojin, um, uh, which is the Japanese name for it. Um, I actually, after talking about, because uh, I think uh, Mercer is uh, on the audio. What character does he play? He plays Levi. Oh my God, yeah. So I've actually listened to uh, about half the episodes in the English dub, and it's amazing. So with that in mind... That Armin scream, though. Holy there hell. There is such... I mean, talk about putting yourself through the ringer. Um, there's... It's just madness. Uh, but, on to the game Attack on Titan. I haven't got past the tutorial. Is it that difficult? Well, let me put it this way. Flying around, using the tools, it's nothing short of magnificent. Um, I mean, I, I, the way I would explain it is it feels just at this level already, they've done a very literal translation of the flight mechanic. Now, what's an issue is that uh, it's fully controller supported. Or is it? Uh-oh. So, uh, for the audio folks uh, who won't see this, I'm holding up my Xbox One controller, which I use for gameplay mm -hmm. of, uh, I want, I, I, you know, keyboard is not my friend type games. So the reason why I uh, un, uh, use that is because uh, being a lefty, I have just a little bit of kind of coordination issue using a mouse and keyboard. Um, and the Understandable. So uh, on the keyboard, you've got keys to kind of uh, fly around. You've got keys to uh, have yourself walk and do stuff. And you've also got keys to control the camera. Now, let's count the number of hands I have. Three. That is not a hand. But I like the way you it has think. fingers. It's it's just for shaking. Um, so <laughs> um, so I so I can't actually control the game properly on the Xbox One controller, and it's an issue which they're trying to resolve, and they put a fix out, but it hasn't fixed the issue. So I basically can uh, when it tells me a command, I can jump and fire and do various things uh i can't map the keys on my console to anything on my on my Ooh. on my controller to anything uh i have to press an opposite key to the key that they want to press on the controller in order to uh jump and move i have no camera control and for something that is essentially a omnidirectional uh concept no camera bad times i can't i can't even uh walk or turn myself in a direction um i do have uh, a bristol boy 88 in chat is saying get voice attack yeah i could set it up and do voice attack uh i already have voice attack i could get an xbox 360 controller for which 
um, I probably have one knocking about and I can plug it in. But do you know what? Fuck that. It should just work with the controller I you have. I have a massive attack of stubbornness. And I'm going, nope. Uh, I theoretically might even be able to return this game, but I actually don't want to. The game looks great. I love the concept. I love the show. Uh, even if in the end I don't fully enjoy the game, I want to experience it. Um, I'm just going to uh, uh, you know, wait and hope that the, get the controller stuff sorted out. Uh, until then, fuck socks. However, I have been playing another game uh, called mm -hmm. Hadesian 6 Starbase Commander. And oh my god, it's amazing. Um, so uh, I'll see if I can quickly find. Uh, a, 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 yeah, so on the Steam store, what they call uh, it says Hadesian 6 Starbase Commander is a retro space strategy RPG with base building, deep tackle combat, crew management, and emergent storytelling. And um, it's got mostly positive, and holy shit, it's amazing. Um, it's... If you remember uh, FTL... Um, so, Halicion, H-A-L-C-Y-O-N, and then the number six, uh, and you'll find it. It's base Halcyon. House, yeah, I got house. I got yeah Halcyon. It's it's basically got a turn-based fighting system like Final Fantasy. It's got. Okay. Um, uh, you mean like Final Fantasy used? To. Yeah. Oh, I see where you went there. Um, it's got uh, a brilliant sense of uh, humor. Like, really fucking funny and witty. Um, it's got a lightness to the script. Uh, it's mm. got um, a base building, like XCOM. Mm. And uh, it's, it's just so much fun. So the idea is that um, humanity has expanded out into, into the stars. And... Uh, uh, what, the reason why they've been able to do this is that they've discovered what I think is remember if it's called precursor items. So uh, this is like um, things that have gone before. Like you know, think about how like Mass Effect had the the mass relays and various things. That's an example of what I mean by precursor. So they've got these kind of things, and it's meant that they've kind of grown and they've uh, expanded. One of these things is a star base called uh, uh, in the Halicion 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 sector, um, and uh, it's got massive kind of capabilities and things, but nobody knows what's happening, and it's a secret. You know, got to unlock it and everything. Uh, however, there's a signal broadcast um, saying that all oh, Earth fleets must go to a specific location. Everybody go. This is just at the very start, so no spoilers. Everybody goes there, and um, uh, basically gets uh, destroyed by ship by flesh ships. Um, so biological biological ships. ships. So um, you're the highest ranking uh, human left, and you were kept behind at the base to kind of you know keep the lights on until they got back. And so then you're put in charge. You have to do this. Aliens will come and visit you. Uh, you have decision tree conversations. 
a uh, whole bunch of mm. shit goes on. Uh, you can actually have boarding parties. Um, uh, so, so like for a, uh, so like you're doing ship combat. So if you you can you can chain your weapons. So, uh, for example, certain things you fire will have certain uh, modifier debuffs onto the enemy ship. And then other ships you have can take advantage of that. You've got the full ability to build various ships, research trees to unlock uh, branches of warrior, scientist, and um, engineer for the kind of styles and plays you want to do and who you want to recruit. Uh, I'm loving it to the point that I'm afraid to play it. Because... it. Go on. It's one that you lose hours in, isn't yes. it? Yes. Very, very, very much. Um, uh, I, I do like what Goku just said there. What's this? Oh, Halcyon and on. And on. And on. Oh, it's so it's so perfect to what you just yeah, said. Yeah, it, 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 it continues. Um, but yeah. It's, I don't want to say game of the year uh, because we don't know what else is releasing this year. Um, but it's just great. Um, so, uh, on to Star Citizen news. It's been a fairly quiet week, hasn't it, Grackies? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely no news of any kind has dropped this week. We we didn't just get a 10 for the chairman out of nowhere. We didn't get, of course, ATV out of uh, out of Germany. And we, we didn't have a massive article. Uh, massive, massive Kotaku article drop. <laughs> uh, yeah, it has been one hell of... We had, a, we had a bit of a drought, I think, post-Gamescom, where they kind of had to kind of collect their themselves and you know get everything kind of spun up but what a week this was um shall we talk about well let's talk about the 10 for the chairman uh the special uh so mm -hmm. uh for those people who may not be aware who are new to star citizen um 10 for the chairman was a very regular thing um came out every week then when chris was uh in l street doing filming for squadron 42 other people stepped in, so it became various departments talking about stuff. Um, and uh, but when Chris came back, that ki that kind of with the revamp of uh, ATV and various other shows, it kind of stopped. And they're now doing this as a pilot, which is very focused and in depth on one topic. And this week's yep. topic was animations, primarily facial animation. Yes. Um, what, and art. What, facial animations and art. What stood out for you, or what do you want to talk about there? Um, the fact that those faces are now creeping me out because they're almost across the uncanny valley. Hell yeah. The detail... The detail... In, okay, so the way Star Citizen tears their face, and we've talked about this before, is they have, say, tier 0, tier 1, tier 2. It depends on basically the number of animation points and polygons are putting into a face to allow for very subtle differences in the way the animations come through mm. and they even showed an example of this with the onion captain um what's Liam the Cunningham. name thank you they showed his his animated face in a tier zero version and a tier one 
version or a tier two version? Tier one. I can't remember. It was tier one. So just one level down. And you can see very subtle, very, very subtle differences up at the edge of the cheek near the eyes, the way the skin pulled and dimpled, where they could do that if they add just that little bit more detail into it. And it made it very much alive. I mean, like, it was exact human expression. You saw it and you knew what was like going the fate. And you go, ha, um, I... I don't even see that in most game trailers. This is a little creepy because that that's mm. honestly it's beyond movie level quality yeah. uh, for uh, for a lot of the movies I've seen that have done CG faces. It's like, ha, ooh, just ooh, that's that's creepy and impressive. Uh, so just uh, a little bit of uh, background. Uh, tier zero, tier one. Uh, tier zero is the the best you can get that's going to be your top tier actors for things like squadron 42 that's your you know uh, mark hamill as old man that's your gary oldman as admiral bishop that's your uh liam cunningham as captain i can't remember his name so i call him onion captain um uh, his name was most uh, i don't think do. his name was known but it was revealed in that video yep i can't remember it, it. was also on imdb Oh, well, there you are then. It's been on IMDb for a little bit too. Uh, so it got revealed that way as well. But so so Tier 0 is is top tier as best you can get for the animations. Tier 1, they're good. They're really strong, but they just, you're not going to need a lot of the subtle quality out, out of it. They're not going to be doing big speeches. You may not be having really up-close interactions with those, but they need them to be on camera and still be able to portray things. And then Tier 2 is a little bit less. However, even their tier two face, they the face from the Pupil to Planet video, mm. and I can't remember the actor's name uh, because I am so bad with uh, names. His name is Actor. Dublar can't remember either. Um, he was a tier two face. So if you've seen Pupil the Planet, the face of the man that stands there and stares off as, it, as the camera pans out and zooms out, uh, that is a tier two face. That, mm. to me, made me go, that's tier two? No, that's better. There's better quality in a lot of that than there is in the top tier of a lot of, like, AAA that's games. The insane and they bit. consider that lower tier. That's the insane bit for me. So uh, there's a tier three as well, which is uh, background scummers. Um, yep. But, <laughs> generic NPC number three. Yeah, generic NPC number three. But what kind of got me was that um, they talked about, was it 40,000 polygons for a tier zero? I believe that's what they and said it was initially, ten... but they were working on some systems to not need well, yeah, we can, such a we, high yeah, count. We can, we can touch into that. Yeah. But they also said like, like you know, tier one and tier two uh, was about 10,000 polygons. I think tier three maybe as well, but let's say just tier one and tier two for now. Um, and uh, Tier zero and tier one. No, no, uh, t tier zero is 40,000. Tier one and tier two is 10,000. Okay, both of those both were 10,000. That's where I couldn't remember. Because I thought they said tier zero and tier two to show the difference, but I can't remember if they said tier one. Yeah. Um, and uh, from, from, from that, uh, high-end AAA games with the highest uh, fidelity of uh, facial uh, display, not even really kind of talking just the raw image of the facial display alone is 10,000 polygons. So we're looking at um, player characters being tier two. Um, 
in terms of quality and were basically at a level that only AAA, top-end AAA games can reach. Fucking hell. Yep. They, they basically went, yeah, this is going to be the new yeah. standard. Um, and that's kind of what was impressive about it because that is something they've been really trying to crack for a while. And once yeah. they did... And, and that ties into a question that Machination Tim has uh, thrown into, uh, into chat. How is all of this going to process without killing your computer? And that's the bit where... Uh, they talk about the large numbers, but then they have to talk about the impact and the savings. And uh, they've, like, for example, uh, a tier zero head, I think, was 350 megabytes in initially. Initially, yeah. Something ridiculous They managed like to get that. a 10 times reduction to 35 megabytes. Well, they, Somewhere t- they, around they looked at each individual yeah. thing. So they had... Uh, I think they talked about three things. They had a, 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 a 10 times reduction, a 10 times reduction, and about an 11.5 times reduction. So it's really not 35. It'll be a bit over for high end. But fuck me. Um, yeah, and that's... Yeah, so th- they already have savings on file size. And then in the processing of it, they're working on... Them. They talked about how they're working out multiple systems to be able to actually utilize those where you won't need that many pixels unless you're close Mm. up, but it gives you the option to be close up and they're working out the systems to be able to do that. So they can see how many of these characters they can just dump in all at Uh, once. Yeah. And I want to read out a couple of quick uh, comments because I think they're very pertinent to this. Uh, Star sickle has been saying we are making a new standard because it's time. Uh, there's several elements of efficient mesh operations going on. A number of triangles gets much better when there's a good triangulation of the mesh. So mesh optimization is doing stuff there. Uh, Broken Matt yep. is saying, uh, this is why we just had three years of working on engine tech uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. There's a lot more kind of uh, conversation like that going on. Uh, but and, they, and they've done some significant breakthroughs. There's an assumption I have, which they didn't cover, and I'm wondering if I float it past you, you can tell us what you think. Um, hmm. When I see a ship that's far away, it's not the ship that's close up. Correct. Do you think they're applying that to uh, facials? And that came out wrong. I, I, I see what you're talking about. Um... I don't know how difficult it is to do to a character mesh if they can do a lower level of detail. If they could do, say, a tier two and have a tier two while you're a certain number of feet away and as you approach, they bring it up to tier one and then tier zero as you you get close enough to where you would actually see that. If they can do that on the fly without getting it blinking in and out. Because right now, if you look at ships that are far away, and mm. essentially it's the yeah, exactly. level, of level of detail, and you move in closer, you watch them blink into level existence of, almost. You uh, watch parts. As an aside, level in. of detail, the, that's the only lot that I'm interested in. But please continue. Well, it's the only lot anyone's interested in yeah. when it comes to games. So, as you get closer to the ship you watch the pieces almost pop into existence you don't want that when it comes to high fidelity mm. characters but you also don't want a person processing if they're all the way across the fucking hangar and you know 
the tier zero characters all the way down the other side. You don't want to be processing all that data either. So they're going to have to do something with it. It's just they're going to need to take the time to make it look right. So I can imagine them doing it. Mm -hmm. It's just hopefully they don't try and rush it and we get the weird pop-ins and out. We, we don't want that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've had enough pop-ins in various other games. Um, so I was really taken by that, but I was also really taken by the work that they had done on uh, creating your own character. So now they've... I, I, the number here I'm going to say will not be exactly right, so forgive me. But they've scanned something like 140 heads. It was 140 or 150 or 350 or something. Yeah. Um, They've thrown around a lot mm. of numbers with uh, with that, one, you know, 140, 150, 350. It, it's a lot. A lot of faces have been scanned. And I think I know where you're going with that. That's a lot of options that mm -hmm. you can switch in and out. So I think that what they were going to do is they were going to start with uh, nine uh, base heads uh, for male, nine base heads for female. I think that's what they were talking about. It was something like that they were talking about. you can use yeah. all the components and parts from the other heads in order to craft. And then you've got the ability to do... Eventually, yeah. Oh, pardon me, I'm drinking. What can I say? Um, uh, to do further modifications. With the... I, like, I like this guy's eyes, and I like this guy's chin, and I like this guy's cheeks, and I like this guy's nose, and this guy's forehead, or this girl's forehead, and this guy's eyes, and this girl's, you know, lips, and I this guy's chin, and you, you could just I do find this, that. you know, I find that paste. to be extremely good news, because it means I don't need to be a serial killer. The, um... <laughs> the uh, but the idea of blending those together and then having the ability to adjust uh, various things post action uh, means that you can uh, you know it's a, it's a combination of uh, several ways that you can kind of build a character all in one. Uh, so I'm one. I'm really excited by that. Two. I really like the potential, heavy on the potential that you can create somebody who looks like you. Because, I mean, uh, there's tons of... Or close. Similar. similar but there's them. tons of um, jokey comics which are incredibly true about people who spend hours playing a game and they've just got past the character generation. Um, so it's more of a case of, yeah, uh, I don't expect to get myself perfect um, in the game because I never can, but it'll, have, it'll be fun to try again. Uh, but to be honest with you, I'm equally worried about that because with Death of a Spaceman, I mean, my handle is Dubla Thackeray. The character I'm going to play is Dubla Thackeray. Dubla Thackeray is going to get killed. Then yep. I've got to do something else and I'm not going to call myself. That's when uh, character permanence uh, for me will really start to hit <laughs> when I have to create a new face. Not for me. I, I, I'm, I, I've got a series of characters already lined up and ready to go. I've got like 20 different character ideas already. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm very one-line face, man. So it's like, oh, I've died. I think it comes from I've being died. a DM. I'm going to build another version of me without a beard. <sighs> and that'll be it. Yeah, I, I, 
I'm pretty sure it comes from being a DM because I have to build an entire world as it is with NPCs everywhere. So I'm just used to building and naming characters. So the idea of, you know, making a similar Arkham and myself to kick it off and then that one dying, it's like, oh, well, next. Mm. Um, sorry, I, 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 I was going to type something, but instead I'm going to uh, say it. Uh, Goku um, has talked about uh, the Australian internet and... Oh man, my heart goes out to you. Uh, he was saying that uh, uh, the because we we ha we had a we thought we had an outage there a second ago. Uh, we defined dodgy internet. Australia is the gold standard of dodgy internet. Fuck yes. Um, sometimes when I mean in the in Japan and Korea it's absolutely fucking insane. In the UK it's fairly okay. When we complain about our internet, we're we're really having first world problems. Uh, in the US, unless you've got something like Google Fiber or something like that, you're basically um, shit out of luck and monopolized. But in Australia, it makes America look like the land of internet plenty. Um, yeah, the, the internet companies in Australia come in there, throw a scorpion in your face, attach a drop bear on top of that, and then beat you with a cricket bat. And uh, to everybody in chat who's talking about what I'll be calling versions, new versions of myself, Doubler Thackeray, Tripler Thackeray, and various things. I, <laughs> I, I can't wait until uh, Dodeclar. Dodeclar Thackeray. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really interested about that character creation stuff. Um, and they also talked about the possibility of getting um uh, uh yourself scanned in which i think which i think will be good and yes in chat right now they're starting a death pool bit about how long it will take before i die in the game and they've got five hours yep you and Hold on. goku's response is five hours that's a bit generous yes it is um Bear in mind, there's there's a 75% chance I won't make it out of the airlock. Well, no, I could make it out of the airlock, but not alive. Um, so, oh God, Gracky's just setting up a poll or a vote, isn't he? Oh, Gracky. Oh, I'm setting I'm setting up a betting oh, pool. I, I'm setting that up right now. Let's see. We've got less than one hour. One to three hours. You can't bet on this because that would be cheating. Three to oh, five hours. Oh, you don't hours. think she's going to put a marker on my head if somebody tries to bias the result? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm just going to drink my rye whiskey and just stare at you. Now we're just going to go to five Thanks, to ten Machination hours. Thanks, Machination Timmy says I'm going to personally hunt Thackeray. 10 to 24 hours. Just uh, make sure I fly past some asteroids. They'll do the job for me. Duhas says it won't be easy to die. Oh, Duhas, you've never seen how I play. And <laughs> one day plus. I like it. Star Cycle says, conversely, people will protect him so he makes uh, for the longer bets. Well, what this means is effectively, when my character goes out for a pint of milk, there'll be about 10 people around me. 
some as a shield, some as not a shield. And then I'm going to be caged up as machination. Tim's. Okay. I did set it oh, up. Oh, fuck, yes. Okay, so uh, less than an hour, one to three hours, three to five hours, five to ten hours, ten to twenty-four hours, or a day or more. They're fucking betting. You fuck. Um, okay. Where where were we? I'm going to not look at chat right now. I'm going to just stare at you, Grackies. Um, so <laughs> Magnificent faces being scanned into the game. Our own now, faces. There's been slight uh, public whispers about something. Um, now, we're not going to get scanning ourselves into the game because of the quality issues. It might be possible, but we're talking a while down the road. Because of lighting and the camera quality, and if you do it right, and then if you put that face into game, it might not look as good as the one next to it. And they, yeah, you do want a certain quality level. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to edit this out. Uh, Blood Dragon goes, When's the last time you slept? Um, I, I've only been getting about four hours of sleep each night this week so if it shows on my face it's because i'm really tired anyhow um sorry Grackies, can you repeat that and we can sync from there they they talked about the ability to mm. do it to scan your own face in however the lighting might not be consistent yeah. the quality is not, might not be there it could differ between cameras so if you put the faces next to each other you could see quality difference and they want quality control on that and then if they have to go in and touch everything up that's a lot of work for artists to have to go in and touch up just because someone doesn't have as good of a camera as someone else so you have to kind of limit that capability so here's a prediction i have i have no evidence of this Apart from, like, because you and I swim in the data pool of CIG, and we listen and read as much as we can about the game, Star Citizen. Um, something was mentioned several months ago as a one-sentence throwaway. I have a firm belief that uh, they're going to, at some point in the very near future, announce uh, a means to capture via the web your mouth and your face Ooh. now again this is on the slimmest of of things i've read um uh but there's a part of me really hoping this is the case and i could be really reaching here but the idea is that uh your character may very well be able to talk and to move your mouth and articulate um and that represents itself in game. I could see that. They've talked about having that, and they already have those face cam mm. situations where you can talk and an avatar yeah, does I've the played around mouth with that, movement. And it's really cool. And they've been working on better mm. tech for it. So I could see that. Also, when you talk into the mic in some games right now, when you speak through the mic, the character's mouth moves in time it picks up the fact that you're talking so it'll actually move the mouth as you mm. speak it's not perfect but it, they do have yeah. that stuff uh, yeah so. duhas says that was one of the original things chris was talking about doing yes yeah, so there there's been like he's there's been a public mention but there's never been a we are looking at it right now we are doing these things but i honestly think that's going to be coming on board um but at a level where 
it's really going to tie in rather than be um, the flappy lips, you know, like uh, when you say you dub something and you have uh, and it's not synced to the lips. So I think I think we're going to get something like that, and that's going to be really fucking amazing. I'll need a second camera. Yep, I could be done because any streamers would have to have a secondary camera because the main one's going to be used for a mm -hmm. broadcast, and they can't both use it. So we would need second cameras yeah. to do it. Um, so so yeah, so we'll kind of see how that goes, and you know. Oh, good stuff. Um, so, anything else from the uh, from the facial? No, it was amazing. It, it was it was just the the level of detail from that facial was. I, it was, was actually pretty long as well. It lasted about twenty nine minutes or so, if I remember right. Um, yeah, that facial went yeah, on and, and on. And also, there was a bear there. Did you see the bear? I saw the yeah, bear. Yeah, and that yeah. bear was. Uh, trying to help them i think it was trying to repair things but uh that's for another time um so uh this week we also had atv which was in germanyland um germanyland um so uh what, what what did you see from there that was of uh interest to you the satellites were oh, really fuck cool yeah, fuck, yeah those satellites um so and it reminded me of so, the ISS. So this, it was actually the satellite and the base building concept, I think, really tied together. Yes. They were essentially, in my mind, almost like the same thing, but uh, just at a, a, a different kind of uh, location, as it were. So the... This is for ground. This is for space. ground stuff is good stuff. Space stuff is far away. Um, so... <laughs> Near far. <laughs> so the the idea is, uh, if you think about it, space is really, really big, like very. You know, um, to quote someone there. Um, so to populate it, you're going to have planets, uh, events. You're going to have. Uh, uh, proper super stations or those kind of things but you're also going to have satellites and other things you can interact with and the one thing i i remember about mass effect one is and this again just goes on to the modular nature and the, for that was base building is that all the bases were fucking the same you had three variations and that was it and you were done and it was like oh god the the, the design here was pretty light uh what mm. uh, CIG are doing is they're looking at building modular systems for things that can be um, reskinned, re-rendered in different ways, and can also be uh, can click and uh, can you know influence the design of the object. So you can have for satellites they wanted to try three concepts, feeling that if they could do those three concepts, they'd be. Uh, you know, it would do anything. One was science, one was military, uh, and one was communications. Um, yep. And, yeah, do you want to kind of talk about how that all kind of connects together? I, I mean, these were just white box connectors, so it's not necessarily going to work this way exactly. But the basis of it is, think of the International Space Station, honestly. Yeah. Uh, you've got different modules that perform different functions, 
and they dock together on a side of the module. It can either have six points of contact on it so that you can build mm. up, you can build down, you can back, forward, side to side. What movie was that from? <laughs> um, Let's not even go that. You derailed me uh, mentally already with that. Now I'm derailed by that. But anyway, you can build out off of this and you have modules that are for defense and you have modules that are for communications and modules that are for powering mm. and they can take damage and then you have to go repair them and fix up the modules to get the satellites up and running. And they even talked about, uh, this was in RTV, but they talked about the possibility they're looking into it of having the satellites fully mm. destructible. And how that would work out, because then what needs to happen to bring it back in? So you'd have to have ships fly out the little modules and drop them off and reconnect them and rebuild up the satellite again. So you could go in there and actually blow it up, but that might make you really want it instead of just going in and disabling it. So there's a lot of modularity to it, and because they have different components that do different things, um, if the module is built in a way where it can easily connect, you can reskin it, you can repaint it up, you can make it have a different aesthetic and feel with the little, mm. uh, the greebles. You can put on different greebles and different colors and skinnings, and it could be a UBE one, it could be an outlaw one, it could be one that's specific to Terra, which has a giant, help me, we're being invaded by zombies, our planet is horrible sign on it. 